You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainer. Furby the fourth ate his first solid food today, prompting a response of nothing but steaks all week for the Nebraska offensive line. Then Enrique Alvarez Clary. No more peaches and carrots for Herbie the seventh. Baby food be damned. Sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back into the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez. Clary hanging out with you guys. If only you guys could hear the off-air conversations. I told Rico over the break, I said, man, if I could build a football team, I would do it. Around two players. Around two players. One from Nebraska's offense and one from Nebraska's defense. Offense, Gabe Irvin. As we know. Defense, Cam Lenhart. Gabe Irvin. We looked up their profiles. We did. On 24-7. And thankfully, I've been, I've been a fan of them since the jump. They're both three stars. Again, I feel like a lot of people were. <laughs> maybe Cam Lenhart more so than Gabe Irvin. I'll give you that one. More so, maybe. Maybe. But nonetheless, I mean, that, that'd be a fun exercise. If you had to pick one player from Nebraska's offense and defense, and poor, pretty much so when, when it's – when you're building a team, it's got to be a young, somewhat of a younger player because you don't want, you don't want to build it around Quentin Newsom and then, then oh no, gone. Newsom's gone next year. Oh, he built it around him and now he's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, our centerpiece is gone. So I guess uh, it, send us a text four zero two four six four five six eight five. Who would you want to build a uh, football team around using two of Nebraska's players, one on defense, one on offense? Uh, let us know on the Sarder Heyman text line. I would and also we'll, choose we'll Cam. get to it. Actually. So you'll you'll do I would also choose Cam Lenhart. Cam I was gonna Lenhart. say I was gonna say Malcolm Hartzog. Okay. But I think I want to start in the middle and go with Cam. Okay, so Cam Lenhart, who's your offensive guy? I want to say Ramir, but he's like a yeah. quadruple C. I don't know how is he a junior? Is he a senior? He I don't would know. He'd be a junior. What he is. Um Don't take Gabe. I'm not gonna take Gabe. Gabe's your son. Um <laughs> I don't know. Jalen Lloyd. Okay, there you go. I like the speed. All right. The route running, the hands, everything. Um, speaking of speed, Alabama, right? We, we were used to seeing Alabama be pretty know. quick. Okay, I was like, I don't uh, know why that. Nonetheless, happens. so get this, folks. Alabama football. If you don't know their, their schedule, that's okay. I'll tell you. They uh, travel to South Florida <laughs> this Saturday. Alabama goes to South Florida. Trent Dilfer, still the head coach at South Florida? No, no, no. UAB. He's at UAB. Yes. Thank you. Nonetheless. Charlie Strong used to coach at South Florida. Who is the coach at South Florida? Is Great it? Great question. For some reason, do I think it's, is it Willie Taggart? Mm, that sounds right. Willie Taggart is with, what? just kidding, the uh, Baltimore Ravens. There's, so USF, there's some, there's some notable name, I'm pretty sure. Football coach. Um, Alex Golesh. Not, a not, not the notable name. His story, this is great. Who is Alex Golesh? Meet USF's football's new head coach. The University of South Florida football team has named its new head coach, and his story starts in Russia. Well, no, I'm in. <laughs> Let's go. We're all in. <laughs> Nonetheless, okay, so back to Alabama, though. So this, this came across, and this was from Brett McMurphy of the Action Network. Alex Golish has been to a lot of places. Um, starting in Russia. Alabama 
plays USF on Saturday. It's a 2.30 p.m. kickoff on ABC. I'm really sorry to do this. It wasn't just any Russia. He was born in the Soviet Union. <laughs> like, he was born in Soviet <laughs> Russia. He was born in 1984 <laughs> in Moscow, Russia, SFSR, Soviet <laughs> Union. <laughs> and now he is a head football coach in <laughs> Florida. <laughs> The best part about that whole entire sentence was that at the beginning you go, I'm sorry to do this, but he was built. Or he was he was born. He might have been built. I don't know. <laughs> Alex Golish is not human. You know what? Alex Golish is my third favorite wait, coach wait, wait, in wait. college football. Are, are, is, is he a Rico's guy? I think he is now. He's a Rico's guy? He was born in the Soviet Union. <laughs> I got I to gotta upload it. So just a guy, not a dude. Just a, just a guy for now. They're one and one. Okay. He could, he could become a dude. <laughs> If, no, they be, th- if they, I got to put in parentheses, USF head coach, because we'll never remember who he is. No. We're we'll like, Alex Golesh, who is that? <laughs> was, um, he is now your 18th guy there on the go. list. Uh, so we need to recruit from the USSR <laughs> untapped market. <laughs> <laughs> Looking, every time I pull up the Rico's guys list, <laughs> some of these are so random. <laughs> because it's just, um, <laughs> we'll quickly run through Rico's guys. Uh, in addition to Alex Golish, it's Thor. We have Thor, uh, Ivan Wager Ogo, mm-hmm. Noah Pola Gates, dreaded Andrew McCutcheon, Bryce Matthews, Lat Man, all Carmelo Anthony's, mm-hmm. Nuri, Ole Koyanets, Wilhelm Breidenbach, Bo Nix, Isaiah Garcia Castaneda. Bo Nix is going to win a Heisman. <laughs> Isaiah Garcia Castaneda. Not going to win a Heisman. Blaze Kata. Jazz Chisholm. I saw Blaze Cater with a Borderlands shirt, so really? I'm, I'm all in. All in on Blaze. All in on Blaze. Okay, now this is where, after Jazz Chisholm, that's where this is where it, it gets, gets good. It gets real weird. <laughs> Marcy's Strawberry Cupcakes. I still can't think of, <laughs> stop thinking about him. Shout out to Sweet Things by Marcy, friend of the show. Strick. Yep. <laughs> Rink Mast. Yes. Which, in parentheses, I have the Dunkin' Dutchman. And that better stick. <laughs> and then now I don't Alex, know who I have to talk now, to. Now Alex Golish. I have a lot of Europeans. <laughs> hey, we're pro European. Big fan of um, Europe. <laughs> and then there's only four guys that make the Rico's dudes list. It's Bryce McGowan's, mm-hmm. Feldarius Payne, DUI Mello, and Strick. It's a very exclusive list. <laughs> that Strick is just on. <laughs> Strick's on both of them. Nonetheless, okay, so back to Alabama. Can we get back to yeah, Alabama? I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. Let's get to- it was part of the Soviet Union. I couldn't not say it. <laughs> okay, so back to Alabama. So Alabama's playing at USF on Saturday. It's a 2.30 kickoff on ABC. It's the first road game at a non-Power 5 school in 20 years for Alabama. Let me read that again. It's the first road game at a non-Power 5 school in 20 years for Alabama. The last time that the Crimson Tide went on the road to a non-Power 5 school that played outside the conference was on November 29th, 2003, when they played Hawaii in Honolulu. They lost that game to Hawaii 37-29. to Rico, bonus points if you can name the head coach for Alabama in 2003. I can't. I'm not even going to try. Mike Shula was in his first season. Alabama. I know that last name. Alabama. His dad, obviously, one of the most winningest football coaches at the NFL level, Don Shula. Alabama finished that 2003 season with a 4-9 and record, and Shula was eventually fired in 2006. So there's that. 
Hawaii, two thousand three in Hawaii. Yep, two thousand three Hawaii. They finished nine and five that year. Tua was four years old. Wow. So that was the last time that Alabama went on the road to a non Power Five school to play a non conference game. Now, how about this? To make things more interesting, Nick Saban took over as the head coach of the Crimson Tide in 2007. By the way, just a side note, he has a 195-28 and 28 record with the Tide. <laughs> One, a good head coach. 195-28 and 28 record with the Crimson Tide. Saturday's game against South Florida will be, get this, Alabama's fourth non-conference true road game in the 17 seasons that Nick Saban has been a head coach. That number's ridiculous. Um, the non-Power 5 road game number, not as ridiculous. When you think of all the Power 5s, they don't really go to group of 5 mm-hmm. schools. They don't go to away games at group of 5 schools. So that's that's kind of understandable. But fourth true road game in 17 seasons. Against Power 5 or non-Power 5. Is ridiculous. And so here's here's what's even better is that two of those four came in the last two seasons. Alabama went to Texas last year, mm-hmm. and they won 20-19, to and now they will go to South Florida. Those are very different. Very different. The other two times that uh, Alabama has went to uh, a – or had a tr- non-conference true road game under Nick Saban in his 17 seasons with the Tide, September 10th, 2011 – Alabama went to Penn State and won 27 to 11. And on September 18th, 2010, Alabama went to Duke and won 62 to 13. So once again, this Saturday's game against USF for Alabama will be just the fourth non-conference true road game for the Crimson Tide in their 17 seasons under Nick Saban. They play at Jerry's World, they play at the Atlanta Falcons Arena or Stadium, they play New Orleans. They play. I'm trying to think of other places they've played. I I, I think it's just those. Two. They played. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe the Orange Bowl or something. I don't know. Ridic- ridiculous. Four fourth. Only, what are we only doing? The fourth non-conference true road game in 17 seasons under Nick Saban. Why now, are we babying Alabama and Nick? They don't need help. They don't need help to be great. Put them on the road. Put them in a hostile environment. What are we doing? I would I would love to see. I mean, every time that that Alabama like, they'll open the season against some teams. Yeah, in Jerry's World, right? Yeah, in, in Jerry's World, or they'll open them somewhere against like Michigan, right? It's like the the kickoff classic or They're whatever it's called. I would I would really enjoy like an Alabama going to an Oregon, Alabama going to I don't know. You have to think of a Big Ten school. Obviously, Ohio State's like attractive, but like. Alabama going to a Wisconsin. They are. It, it, and, in so, a few years. and so that's where I was going to look at. So like 2024 schedule for Alabama. Let's see what they have here. If they're going to have another one. September 14th. Actually, a year and two days away, Alabama will travel to Camp Randall and play Wisconsin. You want to go? No. I do not. I'd rather I watch kinda, it. I kind of do. I'd rather watch it on the TV. Um, in 2020. Oh, how about this one? In 2025, mm-hmm. Wisconsin comes to Tuscaloosa. Okay. But on the first game of the year, Alabama will travel to Tallahassee, Florida Ooh. and face off against the Florida State Seminoles. Now, is it, is hey, it at Florida it State? It is at okay. Florida State. I was going to say, is it like in some, I don't know. 
I give credit to Florida State also. High school field. Florida State has played some good teams to start off the oh, year, yeah. the last couple of years. They played Michigan a few years back. They've played LSU the last two seasons. They've beaten LSU the last two seasons. And now they're going to play Alabama in two years. They're not scared. That's how you that's how you boost yourselves early in the season. Even with, you know, all of the the losses that Florida State have ha- has had through the years. Now they're on the on the upstroke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And still playing good ta- good good teams year in and year out. But back to Alabama. Yeah. How do they get away with like go to the college instead of playing USC in in Dallas, mm-hmm. go out to California. Because playing USC in Dallas is practically a home game for Alabama. Well, and so, so no matter where they go, they go to Georgia and they play yep. Michigan. It's a home game for Alabama because they only stay in that southeastern region yeah. to play these neutral site games where most of the fans that show up are SEC fans and Alabama fans. And in addition, you have the week thirteen or you know week twelve matches against Tennessee Chattanooga or the week ten matches against the Citadel Roast right? Beef State. Yeah, exactly. So um, for for comparison's sake, Nebraska in the last seventeen seasons, mm-hmm. once again Alabama has had just after Saturday against USF, Alabama will have had four non-conference true road games in their last seventeen seasons, which were all led by uh, Nick Saban. In the last 17 seasons, Nebraska has had 11 true non-conference road games. So the Wyoming's, the Oregon's, the San Diego State, Fresno State, Fresno State. not Dang San Diego it. State, Fresno State's somewhere in California, Colorado, obviously, right? Twice. Washington. So in the last 17 seasons, Nebraska has had 11 true non-conference road games. Early on in the year. And a couple group of fives. And then also you throw in the road games against Minnesota and Illinois in week zero. You know, so. Um, you just Ireland. Interesting to think about it that way. You uh, think Alabama would ever go to Ireland? No. They don't need to. Probably not. They do not need to. I was shocked to see Notre Dame do it. Notre Dame only did it because it's Notre Dame. And Notre you have Dame, the Irish connection. Yeah, I say Notre Dame does that every once in a while just because of the whole, you know, fighting yeah. Irish and everybody. By the way, Notre Dame playoff team. I doubt it. So, uh, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Starter Hammond text line. Unnamed Texas says we played at Southern Miss. Well, I mean, you saw just this year, Texas Tech went to Laramie. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have, but they did. Yeah. Um, Big Bird says Florida State, and and all these things are, you know, potentially fluid uh, with the conference realignment and the landscape of college football in the future. Big Bird says Florida State's going to host Georgia in 2027. They also have a series with Notre Dame in 2024 and 2026. So how about that? I'm surprised Florida State and Notre Dame don't play more since Notre Dame always schedules ACC teams. Yeah. Well, they. I mean, they have – I mean, Notre Dame, I should say, has like Clemson this year, USC, obviously. Mm-hmm. Every year. Um, every year. I think they play Boston College every year. They usually play like a Michigan, a team like a Michigan every year as mm-hmm. well because that's usually a good helmet game. Notre Dame goes to the big house sometimes. So, um, nonetheless, just thought it was really interesting um, and kind of ridiculous that Alabama, four total uh, non-conference true road games under Nick Saban in 17 seasons. Obviously, this Saturday is one of them against uh, South Florida. The Bulls. And uh, our Russian coach. Alex Golesh. Alex Golesh. But then also it's uh, Texas in 2022. So you had two back-to-back years. From 20 – how about this? From 2012 – to 2021, Alabama did not have a single non-conference road true road game from 2012 to 2021 for 10 seasons. Yeah, that checks out. 
But uh, here they are, back-to-back years, really going through the gauntlet. Who signs off on those? Well, all the all the teams that go to Tuscaloosa saying, "Yeah, pay us the money." Who's okay with that? Pay us the money to come to Tuscaloosa. Who's like, "Yeah, we'll play. We'll, we'll play. Uh, you want a home and home?" Be like, "Ah, uh, no, you can come here, and then we'll go to Arlington." Well, and so Big Daddy Travis says, "I can't wait for Nebraska, Tennessee, home and home in uh, 2026." And like, yeah. that's the thing is Nebraska and Rick George, the Colorado athletic director, said it just a couple days ago. Like, there's a lot of open dates between Colorado and Nebraska that, that match up. And it'd almost be stupid that as long as the college football landscape, you know, plays out the way they hope it does, not to schedule them, right? Keep the rivalries like that alive mm-hmm. in this landscape, or, you know, this era of college football that's so wacky and so wonky and, and just different that try to keep it alive to where you have some of that those traditional roots because then you're kind of catering to I suppose all all fans if possible or as much as possible um, with things going going on you know haywire so four zero two four six four five six eight five the Honda Lincoln Hotline and the Starter Heyman Text Line um, once again so a couple couple poll questions out right now not actual poll questions but just on our on our on our text line yeah if you wanted to start your season with or you know build a football team around two current Husker players who are they one on the offense and one on the defense I went Cam Lenhart we both went Cam Lenhart yes, on defense did. I chose um Gabe Irvin in the backfield you chose chose uh Jalen Lloyd yes and so you know send us a text let us know your two players who you'd want to build around then the second one is your dream non-conference opponent where Nebraska had, you know, in 2026 and 2027, home and maybe home. even, yeah, just a home and home, where you could look forward to it for multiple years. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of a lot of folks that say Oklahoma, a lot of folks that maybe say Colorado. You get, we'll just say you get to travel there for the away game. Yep, you get to go. You get to go. Who would you like? What, what's your one. dream non-con game for Nebraska football? Hawaii. Is it Hawaii? Is it? Would you like to go to Tuscaloosa? Would you like to go to you know Tallahassee? Let us know, 402-464-5685. We'll, we'll get to your answers and uh, ponder those after the break. When we come back, we're going to do a, a little bit of a deeper dive into Northern Illinois. We'll tell you a little bit about their head coach um, because he has coached against Nebraska before at some previous stops. We'll also uh, take a trip down memory lane with the 2017 game that Northern Illinois came in to Nebraska and beat the Huskers. But then, like but then Northern Illinois came in in 2019 and Nebraska beat them in year two of Scott Frost. So we'll dive into both of those games and more And uh, as we continue on here on Tuesday's show. You're listening to the Happy Hour. Shout out to Empire uh, Netting and Fence as well for their support as always. Chime in on the on the Starter Heyman text line, on the Honda Lincoln hotline. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to the happy hour on the ticket. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of happy hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.